All right, we're back. <laughs> hello, hello. It's your favorite dynamic duo. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. How are you, honey? I'm good. Honey I buns. missed you. I've missed you more. It's been a great five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're so ridiculous. <laughs> um, so we're back. What are we going to talk about today? We're talking about community over competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the power of community over competition, especially within the creative industry. Oh yeah, I think yeah that applies to everything. Mm-hmm. Community over competition. Yeah. Have you ever been competitive yeah. in in that aspect of like I'm gonna be better than you? Oh, in the creativity? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm gonna get. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) I think I'm competitive in other areas. Like, for example, I'm competitive when I'm working out because it makes me push myself harder. Okay. But I don't. I don't think I'm competitive so much in the creative industry because I feel like if anything, I suffer from imposter syndrome terribly, and I don't think that I'm good enough. (laughs) And so I'm like, I could never be as good as this person. Yeah. So I can't compete. I feel you, girl. Yeah. Have you ever felt when like you meet great creatives, like amazing, and they're like, Oh, let me see your work. And you're like, yes, um, are <laughs> you going to judge it? Like what? <laughs> Do you see anything wrong with it? Yeah, Absolutely. I definitely suffer from imposter syndrome as well. So yeah, it's terrible. It's hard. It's hard to compete. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about this topic because we are two Miami photographers and keyword is Miami. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of creatives here in Miami and a lot of competition, a mm-hmm. lot of competition. Mm-hmm. Um have you ever contacted a, a creative where you feel like, uh, like where you've told them like, Hey, I look up to you. What, what's the key to taking a great photo? And they're like, I don't share that information. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah? In the very beginning, especially I think, yeah. um, I think I came across a lot of people in the industry that were like, I invested this much time in my education mm-hmm. and I'm not going to just give away my secrets so that you can go ahead and think that you're going to be what, better than what me. What secret? What secret would it be? Do you think know. it would be like the lens? Like, <laughs> listen, I don't what know. What is the secret? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's that, yeah. But you know what? At the time I actually, it was mm. so funny because at the time, um, there was this website. I don't know if you ever heard of it because it might have been like way before you even graduated high school. But, oh, wow. Uh, it was called creativelive.com. No. So no Creative idea. Live actually used to have the best workshops for free pretty much online all the time. And if shout out to anybody who's hearing me and knows about creativelive.com, please send me a message because I'd love to know that I'm not the only one that went <laughs> through it. But I actually found some of my favorite photographers through through creativelive.com. Okay. So funny story is um I found one that I love now her name is Jasmine Starr and she used to be a wedding photographer now she's like a marketing like guru type mm-hmm. of like social media I don't even know what she does anymore but something along the lines of that. Point is that like she was great at teaching about weddings and so I learned so much from her and now she is actually Bianca's, oh, I can never say her last name. So I'm going to say Bianca O. Or, okay. Uh, Blanca or Bianca? I'm pretty sure it's Bianca. But she's a pastor. You know her. She oh, was yeah, at yeah, conference yeah, yeah. last of course, year. Of course, of course, so yes. It's, she's her twin sister. So Jasmine Starr's twin sister, Bianca. I'm oh. pretty sure it's Bianca. I'm going to have to it look is, it up. It is Bianca um, or Blanca. No, it's not Blanca. It's Bianca. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Bianca. Um, she, Her twin sister was a wedding photographer. Yeah, oh, it is no Bianca. Way. And, um, and so like they, yeah, I learned 
so okay so um, let me backtrack so jasmine star i learned all of my stuff about weddings and wedding photography and how she would switch lenses while she was shooting weddings all the time mm. through creativelive.com. So funny enough, last year we're at conference and I'm, I get assigned the, the meeting or the session where her twin sister is practically like preaching or mm-hmm. like in this conversation. I was there. I think I yeah. was there. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm photographing her and I'm like, what are the chances that yeah. your twin sister taught me everything about photography through creativelive.com and now I'm sitting here Did you tell her you. that? Did you talk I to ended her? Up, I ended up posting it on my Instagram, on my Instagram oh my story. Goodness. And I like tagged her on it and she actually shared it and Jasmine Starr shared it. And then oh. Jasmine Starr and I actually started a conversation and I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like you taught me everything I know about wedding photography. And now I get to photograph That's your sister amazing. at a pastor, like a pastor's conference or a Christian conference. Yeah. And I was like, I would have never thought that by you teaching me that I would be here. Like That's doing beautiful. This now. That's so beautiful. we ended up having a really great conversation. Super sweet. Uh, she was amazing. But yeah, like I, I love when people take the time yes. to show others, you know, um, that reminded me of this story when I was 19, um, I was like on and off with photography, like not photography with wedding photography. I was like navigating other, um, things in regards to fashion lifestyle, like all these other things. And in one of those moments, I have this friend, she's a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. She knew this photographer. She's like, Hey, this photographer reached out to me. Um, he, so this is so crazy. He was a photographer that would help models build their portfolio. He would get paid for it. So mm-hmm. modeling agencies would send models his way. Mm-hmm. They would pay him for it. And that he did that. That was his full-time job. Mm-hmm. This man was, I would say, I think at the time, like 53 years old. Mm-hmm. And he started, he learned photography like the year, like two years before he started like doing it full-time. And I'm just like, what in yeah. the heck? So then my friend's like, hey, you want to come with me? Like, just shadow, shadow me. You get to meet this photographer or whatever. If he listens to this, you know who you are and you're amazing. Um, anyway, so I met him and we're talking. I'm like, how did you do this? Like, he's like, listen, you're 19 years old and I'm 55. Do you see the gap here? Like, if I can do it, you can do it too. Yeah. Get my number. Call me. Let me know what you need. That man was mentoring me for a little bit and he was like really harsh. Like he was like, he would look at my Instagram and he's like, you need to be consistent with your work. Why are you posting baby photography? But then you're also posting weddings. Like you got to decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I learned a lot from him. Yeah. And then time went by. I think I, I collaborated with him like twice. Like I shadowed him and he would show me. He's like, this is how I edit. This is what I do. Yeah. And then he's like, Dubraska, you're 19. Like he was like, I see it in you. Like I see you're like, you're so talented. You can go far, but you got to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You got to keep going. Don't stop. Ask me if you have any questions that can help you with the website. This is what I, he gave me the secret, quote unquote, mm-hmm. of, on like how he's how he does it. And I'll forever be grateful for that because it's like we need more people like that. Mm-hmm. Now he's retired. He doesn't work anymore, but he was banking. That's amazing. <laughs> From just yeah, yeah, photographing models. It makes such a big difference it's amazing. when you have those people that can actually like really mentor you and really yeah. teach you those things. Yeah, it re- you reminded me right now of somebody of something that um that I read when I was like doing my marketing degree, and we spoke about it in the previous episode in regards to like 
should we post everything, a little bit of everything on our social media accounts or not? Mm -hmm. And there's Mm -hmm. a quote in marketing that says, if you're talking to everybody, you are talking to nobody. Wow. And I love that because when you're trying to do too much of everything, then you're not talking to one actual client that you actually want because you're just all over the place. Right. So what you, like he obviously told you, why are you being inconsistent and why are you posting babies and weddings? He was super harsh on me. But that's the thing. It's like, if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. Mm -hmm. So I love Mm -hmm. that. Like, I love that you can shadow other people and learn even from their mistakes that they've made. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he was very honest about the mistakes that he's made until this day. Mind you, I was 19. I'm almost 30. Yeah. It's been a long time. Sometimes he reaches out to me. He's like, Hey, people still go to him. Like, Hey, do you, do you photograph weddings? You photograph, do you still like, are you still a photographer? And he refers them to me. That's crazy. And sometimes he looks at my work and he's like, wow, you're doing amazing. Like, and he would like judge like certain pictures and be like, I don't like the lighting on this one. I can sense you did it. You took that photo with this lens. The guy's awesome. That's awesome. And sometimes he messages me. And when he compliments me, I'm like, yes, sir. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. He was great. Yeah. Cause you respect him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His photos made it to like H&M, Forever 21. That's amazing. And he told me, he's like, I've only been doing this for two years. And you have a future ahead of you. Like, I'm old already. You can definitely do this. You can make it happen. And you will make it happen as long as you keep going. Yeah, Yeah, he's great. That just goes to show that that. it's never too late to like start on something that you really love to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. I know. I I know. So yeah, again, community over competition. I feel like we need more people like that. And that inspires me to be that person for other people that are starting, you know? So how would you say, um, how would you say you're trying to be that for somebody else? Wow. Um, I can sense when there's a passion that ignites in in somebody like Mm -hmm. I can sense when somebody is really thirsty for Mm -hmm. it um and it's I don't know it's like you see it yeah and it's a matter obviously I've had people come to me like oh I look up to you I love your work how do you do it and it's like me taking the time because it's like I can put myself in their shoes and it may be like that was me when I was 19 and like I didn't know anything and it's like I want to be able to help them I want to be able to like show them how I do what I do. And like, because I'm not, I don't have any secrets. I don't have nothing. And there's a lot of things that I still don't know how to do. So I think it's a matter of just being open. And I feel like it's just learning from each other. Yeah. And creating that friendship and relationship with that person, because at the end of the day, you want to make them feel comfortable and like them asking you questions. Because I, again, I've met creatives where I'm like, I'm super intimidated by that. I'm like, I don't want to ask you anything because like, it's like that. It, you got to have that connection with that person for sure. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think we forget that we're all we should all help each other. Yeah. Um I think one of the things that we've learned through the industry and like through the community that we are in, especially within like the church that we're in, because yeah. it's a church based off of so many creatives, mm-hmm. is that we're all helping each other like up, like yeah. and we're trying to raise up other people that are well, what you what no people normally would say under us, but I hate saying that no, because no, no. nobody yeah. is under you like and so, but it's a matter of like seeing the gold in somebody calling it out Absolutely. and just allowing them to like be more and making them feel comfortable developed in their gifts and their talents and yeah. the things that you see, man, she's really good at this. Let's like help her develop this even mm-hmm. more. But I think that that comes from like a place of like wanting to be a leader too, not yeah. just wanting to like, not just wanting to be like this person that people look up to almost like put you on a pedestal. Like, but you're oh yeah, I'm so cool. Let me, yeah. yeah. You're That's, not like you that. can't be unapproachable. No. You can't. You got to bring that it's comfort. It's being humble. 
Exactly. And it's being humble and saying exactly. like, yeah, I, this is what I do and this is what I've learned and this is, these are the mistakes that I made and like helping those people mm-hmm. like prevent themselves from making the same mistakes that you yeah. made. Like I'll never forget. I remember, oh my gosh, when I first started, I don't know if this happened to you. It probably did. But you start buying all of this equipment that you're not going to end up using later on because you just think, oh, it's all what I need. And then it's it, what you're supposed to get. Yes. And it's mm-hmm. not. So I remember I bought my first camera it was a Nikon D3100, which is the most basic, basic camera. It I was know probably which like one that is. 400, 500 I wanted bucks. that one. Yeah, yeah, it was so cheap. <laughs> and it came with the kit lens, which was an 18 through 35 yeah, millimeter yeah, it's lens. That one. And mm-hmm. then I needed a zoom lens. And so, of course, me thinking back then i was like oh i just need a zoom lens that's gonna allow me to get closer to the person i bought the 55 to 200 millimeter lens yeah that's which the is basic like one the basic cheap 55 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i was like oh and i thought i had made it i was like i'm gonna shoot a wedding with these things and like and then i was like wait a minute the lens that i actually need is like twenty five hundred dollars like seventy two hundred <laughs> yeah yeah and i was like wait a minute it needs to be able to capture like photography and low light situations and oh my gosh this camera is actually very basic i need something that's better and then it was a matter of like buying the flash right the flash that goes on Mm -hmm, top of the mm -hmm. camera because you're not going to use the flash that comes with the camera you're going to use the the bigger flash and it was like and i remember i bought the nikon flash because it came with it like was the brand of the camera nikon with nikon yeah and then i realized that i could have just bought three off-brand like mm-hmm. flashes for the price of one Nikon flash. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just, I'm spending all this money on stuff that I don't yeah. even need. And it's crazy because I'm like, had I had somebody that to tell me that's not the equipment that you need, just like build up your portfolio first before you even keep buying equipment. Exactly. And then you'll slowly buy your equipment. But when you buy your equipment, buy this stuff instead of the basic stuff that you're buying. And sometimes like, like we buy so much that it's like we like you said we don't even use it it's like does you don't even need gear gear is definitely important but i think there are certain lenses that like for me it's like i take my 24 to 70 and that's it i'm good Mm -hmm. to go and my 1.850 millimeter that's all i need Mm -hmm. and sometimes i i see these photographers that show up with all these equipment sometimes it intimidates me i'm Mm -hmm. like should i is like what yeah and i'm like no this is all i need this is what i use this is my go-to you know yeah that's it that's all you need i want to ask you because i know that we call ourselves the cringe gang sometimes because we cringe at a lot of things definitely has it ever bothered you or have you ever heard anybody tell you, oh my God, your camera takes nice pictures? Yes. What do you, what is your no, response to that? No. <laughs> Listen, no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, my oven bakes a great <laughs> cake too. <laughs> Thank you. No. Yeah. And, and again, anybody could press a button, but the photo, it will not look, the picture is not going to come out the same. It will not come out the same. There's absolutely yeah. no way. It's like being a cook, like you said. Yeah. If you bake a cake and I bake the same cake, it's going to taste different. You can always buy the equipment, but you can't you really cannot. buy an eye. Like you either have you it can. or you don't. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, this is a great topic. Yeah. You either have the, the creativity or you don't. Everyone nowadays is a photographer. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Especially and with the iPhones. Oh, um, mind you, it's great. Yeah. But it's like, no. Yeah. No, you it gotta devalues have it. our art. For sure. It kind of does. What do you think about that regarding the iPhone photography? Listen, like- I have seen, I have seen, I remember during the pandemic, was it during the pandemic or shortly after? I don't know. But there was one person 
that became known as a wedding photographer through the iPhone. Like oh my all God. of the weddings that he would shoot was through no an iPhone. No way. He never used a camera. What? It was just through an iPhone. Oh, but that was during pandemic, right? I think so. People but were the, getting paid for that. But yeah. the thing is like, that's an art. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, I love my iPhone, but I can't capture things on my iPhone the way that I can on my camera. Like never. Like the fact that I can mess around with settings and aperture and shutter speed and all this stuff, like I can't do that on my iPhone. There's no way you can. So there's a different kind of art. So I respect his art. If he can shoot a whole wedding on an iPhone, I would never shoot a whole wedding on my iPhone. That's crazy. That's a completely different thing. No, that's wild. But it just goes to show like your gear isn't what makes you... You, you, your brand or whatever, or your photography or your art. But yeah, it's during the pandemic. I remember that models would hire people to take photos of them with their phone. Uh I'm like, are you kidding? Uh And here we are with our cameras Uh and stuff like, Uh yeah, but it is an art in itself too. When if you're, there's phone photographers. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I mean, I like using my phone for certain things too. And like when I, and it's, it looks nice on the phone, but it's, it doesn't compare. It can't compare. No, it can't compare. But so it is a yeah. pet peeve of mine. When I, I hear cringe with that, that. Yes, yeah. girl. Yes. And they're like, oh my God, your camera takes great photos. And I'm like, yeah, would you like to borrow my camera and see if you can take the same shot? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Especially yeah. on a wedding day. Like, I do not oh, want to hear you tell me that goodness. when I'm running around like on an empty stomach and I'm like, and figuring out the settings too. It's like, so that's yeah. the thing I remember. So here's one, one person I'm completely grateful for. Um, so my next door neighbor that I kind of grew up, like he saw me growing up. He was mm-hmm. obviously older than me. They had he had bought a house with his wife right next door to me. He got he was in he was working for Univision, um, mm-hmm. and so like he was in like the Telemundo you mean, Univision. Univision, Univision, yes. <laughs> um, and so he actually had a portrait studio, and he needed help one weekend, and he actually like took me with him because he was like, Hey, are you busy this weekend? Like, let me take you with me or whatever. So I went with him to his, um, to like, he used to do sports leagues. And so I did like a bunch of sports. And so he taught me photography is 90% lighting, 10% everything else. Oh, and it is so freaking Yes. Because for a while, everybody said, I'm a natural light photographer. And I was like, no, you're just afraid and intimidated of using off-camera flash Mm -hmm. you don't Mm -hmm. know how to use Mm -hmm. like flash and so you want to call yourself a natural light photographer but he taught me if you don't know lighting then you don't know photography and it's true girl i agree and so i am so thankful for those people that like even if it was like a few tips that they would give me it taught me and it was like okay i need to learn more about Mm -hmm. lighting that's what i need to learn more of so I think a lot of people don't realize that, like how the um, impact that they make when they give you. I'm gonna make a confession. I need to learn more about lighting. We've talked uh, about this before. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay because you don't really do weddings, so it's. Okay. I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I. But still, I think that's super important. Like yeah. I only know like the basics of it, a little bit of it, but I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm not a pro. Like oh, let me like just set up these lights and like. Yeah. And I, listen, I, I don't. Some people are great with just natural light. They don't. Like, I love natural light. Yeah, me too. That's my favorite. I mean, I, mean, I do too. Like, but I still think you need to know about when lighting. you need it. You need, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and not sure. just. And I'm not saying like lighting in the sense of like using studio light or off camera flash. Like you need to know about lighting because that's how you know what settings you need to put your camera mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's those things that those are the tips that people have shared with me that have made a difference in my art and in my creativity. And yeah. so 
yeah, I feel like, you know, when you have community that will tell you, hey, like you need to learn a little bit more about this or a little bit more about this equipment or this is what you That's should so use. That's so helpful. And not this. It's so helpful. It's extremely helpful. But some people get defensive. It's like, what do you mean? Are you saying that I'm not doing a great work? Like, what are you talking about? Because you think you're better than me. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah. A lot of people get defensive over that. But yeah. I do think that that's definitely super important. I also think that natural light is amazing because you get to you get to play with your camera mm-hmm. when it comes to settings when it, and you're outside and you're figuring out how to work the light. Yeah, like you said, how to work the lighting. Yeah. Absolutely. For me, I think it's mostly for the studio lights that I struggle with. I'm yeah. like, I need to like continue on practicing yeah. this in this area. But yeah, when it comes to uh, natural light is the best for oh, me. Yeah sunset time oh my god the best sunrise perfect it's amazing i actually have a sunrise photo shoot this weekend i don't like sunrise only because (laughs) i don't like being up that early right that's the only i mean sunrise is like at 7 30 well now but yeah Yeah. before it was like "Mm." yeah Yeah, but i've had one of my best photo shoots have been at sunrise really yeah and it's at the beach caroline right caroline yeah 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 yeah. i remember i love those photos oh my gosh that's one of my favorites yeah yeah have you ever felt like anybody has ever made you feel like you're not good enough based on like their own insecurities. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you mean like creative? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, but they're also great because it's weird. They're, you know how, cause there's people that are insecure, but they're great. They're actually great. They're just insecure and they don't believe that they have it. Yeah. And yes. I've, yeah. They've made me feel bad. And I'm just like, what? why you know but then you see the worth in them but they don't see it in themselves so Mm -hmm. then they make you feel bad but then you know that they're making you feel bad because they're They're projecting right they're Mm -hmm. projecting but Mm -hmm. i don't really get it i don't really let it get to me to that point of like oh i'm not i'm not worth it i don't know it depends i think it really depends yeah if i really look up to this person i think it's probably different yeah than just somebody i because somebody that i just met right yeah and it kind of bums me out. And I'm just like, I don't think I want to work with you anymore. What is, um, how do you keep yourself humble and like, in like the creativity, like in the creative industry? Like, how do you keep yourself humble to not think that you're better than other people? I don't think yeah. I, I've ever gotten to that point. Um, and like we said on the previous episode, or was it on this one? I remember <laughs> that. Again, it's community over competition. I feel like n- remembering that it's not about you. Like when mm-hmm. you're, like, because at the end of the day, we're telling a story. It's having that ingrained in my mind of like, I'm telling a story and this is not about me. Mm-hmm. If I don't get credit for this photo for XYZ reason, yeah. At the end of the day, it's about the art. It's what we're creating and what we're trying to tell, what we're trying to portray. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's always been ingrained in my mind because I love telling stories and catching candidates and catching moments that are never going to be, they're not going to be repeated. It's only a one-time thing that mm-hmm. that humbles me. Mm-hmm. Being in the moment, being able to photograph a great wedding and like at the end of the day, it's the couple. You're telling a story for the couple. So I feel like it's always about the person that's right in front of you and it's not about you Mm -hmm. what's gratifying is knowing that it's like wow like i actually took those photos and they look amazing right but it's never taking me to a place where i'm like oh i'm better than everybody because i've met so many creatives that i'm just like if anything they're better than me right (laughs) imposter syndrome like i can't i can't i've never thought that way because of the imposter syndrome too yeah no i agree yeah i agree and i i love that you said that because um 
I think one of the things that we forget and Miami is so hard. So I've actually it's super hard. I've traveled to, I think I've told you this. I've traveled to Georgia, New York and North Carolina to do mm-hmm. weddings. And it's so interesting to me because whenever I am able to do weddings outside of Miami or South Florida, well, Miami, um, and I meet other vendors and we talk and they're all like, man, I would love to go to Miami and take a trip down there and do a destination wedding or do a, like a different wedding, like mm-hmm. outside of, of where I normally like, am, right. And so, um, you realize how nice people are in other States and you're like, why aren't Miami people like this? Like, they, you know, we live in such a big 100%. city where there's so mm-hmm. much work, where there's yeah. so many vendors and it's really hard to find those people. But I, f- I feel like a lot of people forget to collaborate with everybody, with yeah. each other mm-hmm. and to, um, just help each other out, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's one of the biggest things I feel like. So one of the things that I used to love doing, which I want to get back into doing and, <laughs> I'm kind of using this episode to kind of hold me accountable is doing more styled shoots. Mm. Um, and so the styled shoots were, um, especially during the months of like right now where it's like the summer months mm-hmm. and, um, it's slower usually like for us, like wedding season starts around like September, October, and it peaks all the way up until like April. Mm-hmm. Um, so during the summer months we used to do styled shoots where we would go into like a venue and like, I would, get in touch with the the manager at the venue or the owner of the venue and um we would bring in a model like um like a bride and like i have mm-hmm. a, a bridal store like a dress store that would like let us borrow a I've dress done that before and yeah and we would borrow tux from like somebody they model for and the... they would model mm-hmm. for the venue and we would yeah. have other vendors come in and we would have like a makeup artist a hairstylist yes a florist, yes yes like yeah. the, the whole so team fun. that's and so do fun. a full day of like a production shoot and shoot at this venue can i go with you yeah and it would like and i've been i've been wanting to do it again because i'm also like wanting to bring other people that girls, younger girls mm-hmm. that are like, I want to get in the wedding industry, but I don't know how to. And on a wedding day, it's really hard to get them like trained or to yeah. get them to see like, I mean, they get to see what a wedding day is like, but it's really hard to answer questions or do things yeah. and stuff. And so like during the styled shoots, you're able to do these yeah, things. Yeah, you're able to ask questions. And also build everybody's portfolio. The florist builds her portfolio. Yes. The makeup artist builds I her did portfolio. That once. I love like, it. Like photographer, yeah. the videographer, the venue. Like and they can use it for the new season. Mm-hmm. They can use those photos for like inspiration for marketing, like for anything. And everybody wins. And I'm like, man, we forget to have fun with it. Like Yeah. And I think it's so important. Yeah. So there's this, um, I love that we're talking about this because it took me back to that moment. There's this, I should, everybody should follow this account. I think they're not as active anymore, mm-hmm. but it's called Yeah Field Trip. Have you ever heard of them? No. What is that? It's amazing. So again, they're a true definition of community over competition. So it's this guy that he, um, he was the one that created this account and that came up with the idea. So Yeah Field Trip is pretty much... Um, like a project that they do where they plan like a four day trip somewhere. They, for example, in the mountains, it could be in the mountains in California. Uh-huh. I actually went to one and, um, and a bunch of, and it's all for creatives. So they come up with all these workshops. They invite all these great mentors, photographers, writers, videographers, all kinds of creatives. Uh-huh. And um, they, they're sponsored by like different 
brands or whatever, but they make it happen. So it's like a place where a bunch of creatives get together and they just learn about how to like on how to build their own business. They give workshops on like lighting, studio, um, finances, stuff like that. And there was this uh, style shoot, shoot mm-hmm. that they had um, scheduled and it was somebody, it was some girl that volunteered to model for, with the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. And there was a florist. There was a wedding photographer that was giving like the, the class. It was like a class, like a workshop. Mm-hmm. And he, he was explaining how he, how he shoots weddings and stuff. And like the girl was wearing the dress and it was all like, like you said, it was a styled shoot. Yeah. It was amazing. It was so helpful. Yeah. And people were, ask, were asking questions, people that were navigating wedding photography. Um, there was also style shoots on like lifestyle on fashion I so love yeah, that. this trip was the best trip I've ever done in my life. Um, I actually it was in Santa Barbara in California. Uh-huh. And it was called El Cap- El Capitan something. Uh-huh. It was like in a mountain, uh-huh. and it was for glamping. And I was there for five days. I didn't know anybody, and they you share bunk beds with strangers. Stop. It's kind of scary if you think about it for being a girl. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? But they put you with people that are of the same like um, that. They're also girls. Like they. Put you well sometimes they can put guys and girls together but they put me with a bunch of girls which yeah. i was super thankful for but yeah i showed up i went there and i'm like i want to learn i want to build my own business and they were giving it was just a bunch of classes on anything and everything you could think about regarding creatives sony was there the brand yeah and they were um pretty much they took their equipment and people were just renting out the equipment for the day there were they had classes where they were showing like what cameras they had they would give lend it to you for the day That's it was awesome. amazing i, I want to go again it was amazing so they actually have i don't know if you follow so, them they actually have an account called styled shoots across america what you've never heard of this i'm going to this okay. and do they plan trips too? yes so they oh they wow actually, that's great yeah they they do um they create inspiring editorials in like across the United States and even mm-hmm. beyond the United States. I know that somebody that I know is out right now in Paris and mm-hmm. like in France doing a styled shoot. And I'm like, I love this because you're literally paying for a trip, but you're also paying to shoot out there. And right. Like, they create oh, the like okay. editorial wedding look and the vet. it's it, it's the most beautiful thing. I and I'm seriously throwing it out there because I think more people should know about these things and I think mm-hmm. more people should take advantage of styled shoots across America and be able to like travel and do shoots and like be able to build their portfolio through these right. things and I think it's such a beautiful opportunity to meet people far beyond your network of just the people that you Agreed. meet in your own city. Agreed. Like you don't know what kind of doors it's going to open up to Andrea, other adventures. that place, that experience. Yeah you know me telling the story i sound like oh wow you're so wild and so crazy it was wild and crazy in a sense because i went i went by myself yeah this was back in 2018 and i didn't know many creatives again there was a lot of competition um and like you know regarding the creatives that i had met at the moment so i'm like i don't know who who else is gonna who else wants to go i'm i don't have friends that are creative so i'm just gonna go by myself yeah i remember talking to my parents about this i'm like guys it's in California. It's for five days. What do you guys think? Is this crazy? Like, it's me traveling alone across a freaking country. Like, I don't know anybody. And they were like, just go and let us know <laughs> yeah. when you get there. It was amazing. I met so many photographers. It was just amazing. And I, till this day, I'm in contact with some of them. It's, and most of them are wedding photographers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think it yeah. works best for wedding photographers, but yeah. it can work for any kind of like industry um, and they, they took models amazing. there yeah. yeah they hired models to come on the trip and right. 
Amazing. Well, the I thing just, is too, yeah. like you can, you maybe like, for example, like a person like you, mm-hmm. and this is just like me throwing an idea out there, yeah. right? Like you may not really like wedding days. Like you may not really care too much about being a wedding photographer, right? But maybe because you're an editorial, more an, an mm-hmm. editorial type of photographer, you can actually be a photographer for a brand that Mm-hmm. that really focuses on wedding type of stuff. Right. So like you can be a person that goes in for brands like, you know, Vera Wang that does like wedding dresses and right. you can shoot editorial shoots for those brands exactly. or like, you know, any other kind of wedding dress designers that, you know, of like Maggie Sotero and you're like, okay, like I don't actually want to shoot a wedding, but I want to shoot for your brand. And right. so through these it's more for brands. Yeah. You're able to learn how to shoot better, create a better portfolio mm-hmm. to do more editorial work and be able to represent those brands that exactly. might not, that don't necessarily have to put you on a wedding day, like yeah, yeah, running yeah. around like a crazy person, but actually will build your portfolio for actual brands. Exactly. And so I think people need to realize that there's a way to like expand. There's so many lead. branches to yeah. one thing. Yeah, absolutely. To so just one thing like weddings. Yeah. yeah. So I that's agree. definitely something that I think more people should look into. Mm-hmm. I think more people should look into just expanding their network and mm-hmm. like being able to work with one another. And just creating a better portfolio for each other. Guys, it's fun. It's not. It's so much fun. Com- competition. Is- <laughs> yeah. I'm not really. I think I'm not really a competitive person. I don't think I am. I, I don't think I've ever felt like the need of like, oh, let me be better. Maybe working out, but it's like working out with my, I compete with myself. Right. That's I'm what like, I was saying. I, I didn't do well today. I'm going to do, I'm going to go harder tomorrow. Right. But or, or you can like compete yeah. with like the person next to you, like yeah, to make yeah, it yeah. fun to kind of keep up like your mm-hmm. momentum in, in, in working out and stuff. But not, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, um, yeah, that you have to be competitive even yeah. in your creativity. Because I feel like you can't really compete creatively. You're either. But how, how but people do that. I don't understand it. Yeah. How? Why? Well, like, what are you, what are you competing on? Like, what are you competing about? I don't know, I don't know because about? I feel like everybody's <laughs> eye is different and everybody's. Like I said, it's like yeah. if we bake, we both bake the same cake. Yeah. It's going to taste different. Yeah. That's like being a chef or a cook. My yeah. mom, my mom, she loves cooking. She always told me this. She's like, you can make the same thing I'm making and it's going to taste different. Completely it's different. like, how do you say sazon? Yeah, in your English? seasoning. Your seasoning is yeah. so different. Mm-hmm. It's so true. I'm like, what? Right? It's weird because it's like we're doing the same thing, but it's like completely different. Mm-hmm. So we can help each other out in that, you know? You know, one, yeah. of the, one of the shows that I love. So I love cooking too. Mm-hmm. And you just reminded me of, of a show. I watch Food Network at night to go to sleep. You're so cute. <laughs> you are so cute. Either either it's going to knock me out or it's going to make me hungry, one or the other. But one of the shows that I usually fall asleep to is called Chopped. Okay. And so I've if, heard of it. If you've mm-hmm. never seen it, it's so it's um, four different chefs come in mm-hmm. and there's three different rounds. But in the in the... In every round, they're handed a basket and the basket has three secret ingredients, but they're all going to have the same secret ingredients, mm-hmm. right? But they have to all create something different with these secret ingredients because right. it's based on what they feel that they can make or that they want to make mm-hmm. off of these ingredients. And so the beauty of it is in seeing, man, like it's crazy because every chef is creative in a different mm-hmm. way and they will create something different out of the same three ingredients. And so yeah. it goes back to what you're saying. Like you can compete against each other. Your three ingredients might be the same, but it's always going to taste different. It's always going to look different. It's always going to be different. It's And so you just have to embrace how different you it. are to the person that's next to you. And that's just it. 
I think also as a creative, I think it's a matter of believing that you are enough, that we are enough, that I am enough in my work. You know, mm -hmm. like this is because I think once you find your style and your way of it, I feel like the way of editing changes over time. Oh, yeah. The style changes. It's yeah. like before I used to be super poppy and colorful. Now it's more of like vintagey and like yeah. film vibes. And so I feel like it changes as we grow and evolve. And as the trends evolve. The too. trends. Yeah. Right. Right. Because you have to stay like you have to evolve with the trends. Yeah. So if now all of a sudden date. everybody's shooting film, which I'm absolutely loving. I actually took out my film camera recently. That's my style now. I, I love, love film. It. Yeah, I, I love, love film. And so like I took my film camera to Colorado and I actually have to develop that film. I mm. haven't done it yet. But I, yeah, my style of editing has changed before. It was very contrasty and, and the colorful. And, and like, airy. And like, yeah, now I'm style. more film. And yeah, I'm like, that's it's so funny. So crazy. It's that's like so more funny. organic feel, a lot of greens, yeah. a lot of nature, a lot of like the grainy film. Yeah. It's, grainy, yeah. the blurry pictures. Yeah. Remember when back then, Oh, this is blurry. Yeah. It was like bad. Now, now everybody like, is like bringing back the blurriness. Like just move and I'll take a photo. Yeah. It's like out of focus is better. What yeah. the heck? Like, yeah. Hello. Our cover for breaking bread is out of focus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're I know. like, this is the best picture I know. out of focus. Yeah. But I don't know where I was going. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, Um, as you evolve, it's like accepting where you're at in your creativity. And once you find your style, I think it's just accepting that it's like, Hey, this is my style. Mm -hmm. This is the way I like to shoot. Not to say that you have to stay stuck in that box, but understanding that may, that my style is different from yours yeah. and I'm, I'm going to learn from you and you're going to learn from me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's it. it. That's it. Yeah. That's all that we need. We just need community. Yeah. So in Miami, yeah. there's this, um, chapter. So for those that are in Miami and you're a creative And like, maybe you're not involved in church. Like we are, we have a very great network of creatives. I am so grateful for yeah. the church that we go to. Yeah. It's incredible. It's, it's amazing. And I love that. Really Obviously is. we all come from like a Christian background. Mm -hmm. So we're all like, yeah. we all believe in helping each other out and in like helping each other, like pioneer their talents and stuff. But in Miami, if you're not part of a church or a church community, that's like, like ours, which we are blessed to have, there's actually, um, a chapter of this community called Tuesdays Together and they do these mm -hmm. Tuesday meetups. I think it's once a month. Mm -hmm. um, and they like pick a topic to talk about once a month and they meet with a bunch of like vendors in the industry and stuff. I think it's mostly wedding people, but there's, I remember there used to be a lot more than just wedding vendors that go, would go to these events. Um, and so if, Ever, if you've ever wanted to like check it out, I think that that's a great place to also be able to network and meet other creatives and be able to like, mm -hmm. you know, connect with them, um, talk about certain topics. I know that yeah. they've talked about like every month it's different. Like, for example, around like tax season, they'll talk about accounting and like being a creative and then like, you know, for the holidays, they'll do this big holiday meetup and like stuff like that. But it allows you to meet other people within the industry, other creatives in general. Um, and I think it's just like a beautiful way to be able to like connect with other people and really see. And their their hashtag has been community over competition. For oh, really? A while. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Okay. And so that was part of the um, idea behind it. It was to create more. So they have they have chapters. So I think they have like a South Florida chapter for like people that are in like Miami and Broward. And then mm -hmm. there's like uh, like chapters for every state. So it's like a national kind of thing. It's a national mm -hmm. brand. 
Um, but I think it's super helpful. So if you're ever curious and you're I listening to this, this, yeah, Tuesdays together. It's I a, didn't, I hadn't heard about that yeah, one. It's, it's a great place to. Miami has a lot of events going on. I think, they do. I think that's the, it's the best. You know, one time I was talking to my parents and they're like, oh, what if we move? I'm like, you guys move. I'm going to stay in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> like if this is. I would be gladly. I would gladly move out of Miami. Well, I mean, for like creative. In the creative <laughs> but yes, for the creative, as a creative industry. Yes. I think it's, it's a really good. Well, it's a melting place. pot. Yeah. yeah. And you have so many kinds of creatives. So yeah. Yeah. Unless you're already like, you know, at a different level in yeah. your freelance yeah. work that you were able to move anywhere and you still find well the thing too is when you're doing creative stuff you can always travel yeah i, know I have a lot i have this one friend of mine she's amazing erica melissa she's um a great wedding photographer as well she does other stuff but like her main thing has always been wedding photography mm-hmm. and then she but started I think weddings is like you find it everywhere right and so i was gonna say yeah. she ended up moving i think she lives in like chicago now no that's she still different. comes down every once in a while when she books yeah. a wedding like you know it's something that you can actually travel because you can pre-plan for it and travel for it yeah i think that's different but when it comes to brand photography oh, i think yeah. you have to like be local you have yeah. to be local or be there for a or while be where the too. brands are right. at yeah mm-hmm. yeah no mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yeah weddings is sometimes weddings is like the way to go for a little bit and then you know branch out to something else. i'm saying people need to try weddings that's all i gotta say <laughs> well i'm bringing you back to weddings with me I, oh yeah i'm yeah. in i'm in i'm in for it i'm in for it yeah but yeah so what else do we have what else do we want to talk about i think that was it yeah yeah. So that was it. Yeah. I think our biggest thing is just making sure that everybody is always reminding themselves to not look at each other as competition mm-hmm. more than anything. And that you really don't know what you're going to learn from each yeah. other that we all have. I feel like one of the major lessons that I've learned is that there's areas that I'm going to be weak in and that other people mm-hmm. are going to be strong in. Yeah. And I think I, I don't know if I've talked about it before in other podcast episodes, but like I hate editing photos i love editing photos I just don't want to be in front of my computer I all day love it. but that's the thing my second shooter janelle and you are great at editing mm-hmm. so i know i can always send stuff yeah. to you or send stuff to her and it's gonna get edited and it's i, I, I feel like it. i i forget about everything yeah. <laughs> it's just i just love it i love love yeah editing and a lot of people don't like editing Yep. That's so funny. Yeah. So I think it's mm-hmm. always a matter of like, okay, what I'm not good at, like, for example, our Breaking Bread podcast, mm-hmm. social media, like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with the social media. I love it. And you're doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'll write the captions, but you're creating the graphics. And yeah. it's like, okay, like, that's how we bounce off of each mm-hmm. other. So we don't treat each other ever as competition. We just like keep No, I think it's great. I think and- it's great teamwork. It's mm-hmm. great. And I learn from you and you learn from me. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. It's the best way so to go. I think that that's, there's the beauty in that and like working yeah. with each other. So if anybody has questions, any creatives that may be listening to this, please shoot us a DM and we'll be more than glad to talk yes. more about this. Absolutely. Or anything. Yeah. And so hopefully in the next few weeks, we're um, definitely going to have a few guests. I think right now it's mm-hmm. been really hard to schedule yeah. some of the guests that we wanted to have for this season. Um, we have our big conference for church starting pretty much tonight would be the night because yeah. it's prayer night yeah and then the conference starts tomorrow officially until saturday and then we have the big sunday until service sunday. technically sunday till technically like sunday. sunday so obviously it's been really hard to get some of the amazing creatives that we know that mm-hmm. work on staff and even off like that just volunteer with the church because everybody's just kind of been running around yeah. like crazy 
Um, we're part of those people too that are going to be I'm running excited. around like crazy. I'm and so excited. we're super excited. But after this week, we hope that we're able to finally get some people scheduled in yeah. um, and we interview will. them about their creative process, um, about what it is that they do, how they got started, how... I've, I'm like wanting to tap into the brains of those people These that used people to work are amazing, amazing or like other things. And then all yeah. of a sudden they found themselves themselves in the like creative industry in a church. And I'm like, how do you go? How did you get there? Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you go from working like for whatever it is that you were working for to now working in ministry, but create mm-hmm. creatively? Because yeah. that's not something that you ever and, thought would and go some together. some of them have have had like great jobs yeah. that have worked for like designers yeah. like Ralph Lauren and, and have left yeah. and, and like have left and are working in ministry like, now. What? And I'm like, yeah. I just want to know like, how did you do how? it? Yeah. Like, what made you want to shift mm-hmm. into ministry and yeah. use your talents and your creativity for God instead of for a big brand? It's right. like, it's like how we talk about like some worship leaders that sing amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, these people could be like, like singing for amazing bands or American for themselves Idol or yeah, and like yeah. make a huge name out of themselves. And they're like, no, I'm just like, you know, singing at a church. And you're just like, what? Like they're so talented. Yeah. So yeah, Agreed. I want to get some of those people on our podcast to talk we about are gonna that. Have, I think we should have all kinds of creatives, not just photographers. Yeah. I think no. it's, it's going to be graphic designers. It's going to be, yeah, singers, yeah. art directors, art directors, yeah, yeah. yeah. and like so. film. Um, we know people in the film industry because yes. obviously, Greg is a film director. Our friend Ray is also mm-hmm. in the film department at her church. Yeah, um, and so we have so many people that are in the like creative industry and stuff, but it's like great. in so many different it's fields. So great, and I Chad feel like it's going to benefit. Well. Yeah, he's yeah. a wedding and videographer, yeah. like photographer and videographer, mm-hmm. and he's been going through major ADHD and like all of his diagnosis and everything. So like even that, like I want to get more of those people on the podcast. So hopefully after this week, we're able to just find I'm so excited. We're going to make it happen. We'll make it happen. (laughs) um, Yeah. With that, we're going to wrap it up and say, hope you learned something. Hope that you guys learned something from this or that you got something from it. And you can uh, follow those accounts that we mentioned um, at Style Shoots of America and at Yeah Phil Trip. Yeah. And And then then, I don't remember what the other one was. You said Tuesday Tuesdays Together, I think is the other one. But Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's actually a like an account but you can look for them or look for them look for the chapter that's like closest to you or whatever Mm -hmm. but um and you can follow us at the breaking bread underscore podcast there you go bye ciao